college football is back, and it's time to enjoy the tradition, the fun, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. To celebrate the best time of the year, new customers can bet just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. You can place the same game parlay for a shot at an even bigger payout. Just combine multiple bets into one, like which team will get the win, which team will score first, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR. DNVR. Bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly with code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You gotta be 21 or older, Colorado only, one per new customer, minimum $5 deposit and wager, $200 issued as eight 25 free bets, restrictions apply, see terms uh, at DraftKings.com slash sportsbook, see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details, gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Run through a brick wall for for me, Will. Oh, what? It's a little different today, Will. Oh, I made it. Wow, so close. Yeah. How's it going? Good. Close enough to this thing? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm I'm scared. I'm nervous now. Yeah. We just ate lunch. We got uh, some. I had a Philly cheese steak. What will have? Taste the Philly. A wrap. A wrap. An Italian wrap. Got some garlic. We can smell each other's breaths. Mm-hmm. That's how close we are today. Two guys, one mic. Two guys, one mic. It's a new show about football where we talk about sex. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know anything about sex, so you're going to have to. You're the one with the kid. We'll Google it. Yeah, together. Yeah. So. <laughs> if you're just listening to the podcast, yeah, this doesn't uh, make any sense. This doesn't make any sense at all. But if you're watching on YouTube, you get the joke. Will and I are sitting very close together. Will is in town visiting, so we're recording the podcast together, which we get to do about once a year. Mm-hmm. It's a mm-hmm. it's a moment, it's a special treat, special treat. Broncos play Saturday, Vikings game. Talk a little bit about what we want to see there. Uh, the title of this is about Nathaniel Hackett. He's getting a, just so much criticism for some preseason shit, so we wanted to get into that. We'll tell you why he's definitely on the hot seat, though, for sure. Uh, some injury updates. And I think just to get everybody psyched for football, to get them hyped up. Now we're ready to do the podcast. I'm ready to run through a brick wall. Oh. Do you have any brick walls? These are all- uh, it's concrete. Ooh. I think that's harder to run through than brick, actually. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's probably. it's more solid. It's brick. You have to lay them. The lay, like the- there's mortar, there's like, you know, there are going to be some weaknesses. The Kool-Aid man could not run through a concrete wall. Andy Reid could run through either. Calling him a... The Kool-Aid man? Well, he's been he's compared. Little, he, he he's been red. compared he, before. It's like Santa Claus. Yeah. 
except he steals your presents. Except he ruined Christmas. That yeah, one time. except he ruins all of our fucking Christmas. Son of a bitch. Yeah, he's the worst version of Santa Claus. So he doesn't have a beard. He has a dumb fucking mustache. <laughs> this is going great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my only note is don't just stop looking at me. Oh, okay. Sorry. You're making me very uncomfortable. I'm sorry. I won't do that. <laughs> uh, okay. Nathaniel Hackett, let's just talk about this real quick. Yeah, you got a little, you got a little local radio in uh, on your drive up. Did they talk about Hackett and his practices while you were listening? No, they weren't talking so much about the practices. Um, well, they talked strangely more Seahawks than Broncos. Oh, so that was weird. They talk about Hackett and the cut blocks. I'm okay, sorry, I'm sorry. I looked at you. No, I no think, eye contact. Yeah, please no, do not look at me. No eye contact. Yeah, but I, I wish we could have gotten more hmm, hack it on the hot seat kind of stuff. <laughs> because I agree. I think he is on the hot seat, personally. Yeah. I think his days here are numbered. <laughs> and he might not make it to the regular season, depending on how we do against the Vikings. Well, he didn't start his coaching career in Denver by coaching through uh, gallstones or kidney stones. No, nope, that buys you... Two three years. years. Three years. Fuck, he's here for three, three years. years? Jesus. Yeah, Fangio's here three years. Time flies when you're having a bad time. I think the 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 Broncos media, and it's not everybody, and even when they're critical of Hackett and the practices, I think they're just – a lot of people are used to training camp and preseason practices being done a certain way, and Hackett runs it yeah. much differently. And I think – we definitely need that because we've had the same shitty results for so long. Obviously, with Russell Wilson, it should be different no matter what. Fucking Hackett could just go out into the, the middle of practice, mm-hmm. get all the guys around him, just everybody in a circle. He could take a dump yeah, just in the middle of the circle and say practice over, and they will win more games just because they have Russell Wilson. So, like, I'm not worried about the lack of physicality. I'm not worried about the starters not playing. I would have liked to see them for my personal entertainment. We talked about that. I think it could benefit Russ to get some of those reps early. But, like, your trade-off is just probably the first two weeks of the season are going to be a little bit more of – It's going to be a little rusty. We're still installing game plans. We're still figuring shit out. And I think coaches, some coaches, their philosophy is we will use – those early weeks in September, those first three to four weeks, basically like our preseason reps for our starters, the guys we don't want to get hurt. Uh, because in the long run, our team should be healthier at the end. And I certainly believe Hackett is making these decisions based on the data they have, which we know based on Derek Wolf, Fangio, yeah. first thing he said, no science in this fucking science. locker room. Don't think so. If I see you watching uh bill nye the science guy if i hear any neil degrasse tyson off the team mythbusters gone gone (laughs) so i think it's different and i think it's good and i think a lot of us don't know as much about preparing a football team as a head coach unless it's Vic fangio then we definitely know more yeah i mean i don't want to like spin it as though going like having kind of like a lighter training camp, I think there there are trade-offs for that. Yeah. Like you probably will be a little rustier than if you went like full tilt. Yeah, 100%. But the, and the trade-off is, you know, you might be a little rusty getting out of the gate, 
Fortunately, you were playing the Seahawks and the Houston Texans yeah. to start the season. So week three against the 49ers, you're hoping to be 2-0 and and like fully yeah. geared up and That's, ready to go. Honestly, the, the weeks three and four are probably going to be, I think, the first real indicators we see of the team and that's um, like that's true almost every season though like yeah week one don't pay any attention because <laughs> there's so many outlier type they, performances they used to lose all the time in week one like with Matt, uh, mike shanahan they used to just like 2005 13 and 3 they got killed by the dolphins week one they just oh, like it doesn't yeah it doesn't really really matter is that when it was that miami and jacksonville like in back-to-back weeks early in the season I think those were, um was that those might have been 2004 and 2005 okay but i just remember the heat being in yeah don't play in south florida no so we don't have to do that we no. get to play so in seattle like if you're gonna be critical night. yeah see we get seahawks at night and a place russ is gonna be familiar with uh yeah. defense russ is going to be familiar with based on you know what he knows about the team from when he was there their quarterback play isn't going to be as good as ours we know that uh they should win that game but if they don't the overreactions are going to be oh it's it's going to be like if the broncos lose week one it's going to be kind of funny yeah (laughs) like i'm obviously of course i want them to win like i don't i want it to be a blowout yeah it could it could get like a little close and people's sphincters are going to tighten because it's week one and like Seattle's going to have that home opener boost. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if like you blink your eyes and it's like, Oh, seven, nothing. Uh Oh, we're in trouble. And then, okay. Like things start to settle down a little bit. Denver wins by 10 points, but then people are freaking out. You only beat the Seahawks by 10 points. That's not a good team. It's Monday night football. It's on the road. It's Seattle. It's the first game with Russell Wilson. Yeah. He's going to get emotional. He might miss a pass or two early. That's fine. Yeah. Ultimately, you're going to be playing Drew Locke or Geno Smith, so you, you should win that game. Defense should have a couple turnovers. <laughs> yeah. If it's Drew Locke, they should have turnovers. If it's Geno Smith, there should be a lot of just three like, and outs. Yeah, just incomplete passes. Yeah. Like, Geno is a little bit like, at least in that last preseason game against the Bears, it was like, you know how like Tim Tebow never really threw a ton of interceptions? Right. Because it's like he's – that inaccurate he's like missing his receivers and also the defense if my guy can't catch it ain't nobody gonna catch it tim tebow's philosophy yeah. was nobody's gonna catch it which is like you know it's kind of good it's yeah better than throwing four picks to the raiders yeah i honestly expect that first game to be a little bit like it's gonna be a little tighter the the broncos first preseason game when the first like three series of the offense were really rough mm-hmm. and then josh johnson got things going I kind of feel like it's going to be that way with Russ. Yeah. Um, also, like the other thing I was just thinking about is it's funny because there's there's double standards all over the place for different quarterbacks. And when Peyton Manning came in, everybody knew you were going to run Peyton Manning's offense Yep. and you're excited about it. Russell Wilson comes in. And you learn like Russell Wilson has the Russell Wilson offense he likes to run, but there's a lot of criticism about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're like, so like if you, I don't know I've read and watched so much shit about Russell Wilson and why he struggled a little bit at times in Seattle about why he takes so many deep shots, why he avoids the middle of the field, 
the difference with coordinators. Uh, it's all boring stuff, and I don't even like reading it, so I don't like even I don't talking like, about it more. I don't like reading. But like my takeaway was like they had different coordinators in Seattle, but a lot of times they were doing and running what Russ wanted. As he comes here, it feels like that hasn't been embraced. Like, fuck yeah, let Russell Wilson run whatever offense he likes to do. Yeah. Because he's won one Super Bowl. He's been to two, just like Peyton Manning. Uh, and statistically, he's won games and he's put up great numbers season over season over season. And like any team, they've had issues once they've gotten to the playoffs. But it's hard to be consistently like as good as you know the fucking Patriots or or whatever. So if they're running Russell Wilson's offense and it's a blend of what Hackett wants to do, and they help like correct maybe some things, like I am excited to run the Russell Wilson offense. I just think he's also gotten like Hackett. I feel like it's I've seen almost more like criticism about Russell Wilson, and we haven't even seen a fucking play yet. We haven't even seen Hackett yeah. coach a regular season game yet, and I think. We're just so used to being disappointed that we're already trying to find the flaws to talk about. We're, we're afraid of getting hurt. Yeah, we're afraid we're of getting afraid hurt. We're afraid of getting hurt. Our, our heart's been broken for the last five years. Yes. And we don't want to set ourselves up for failure. But guess what? It's time to love again. Oh, it it's, is time. It's time. It's time to fall in love with the quarterback. It's like – Open can, up your hearts. Open up your hearts to wrestle um, and start writing. <laughs> start writing. <laughs> um. I would compare it to like Russell Wilson was basically in the Dan Reeves offense, like John Elway, like ground and pound. You're going to throw it on third down when we absolutely have to. And this is like his Mike Shanahan moment gets in that new offense. He can let loose a little bit. Running game should be good. The offensive line is going to be a lot better than what he had. And we don't, you know, the offensive line is still kind of a question mark, but yeah. This should be his like the whole like let Russ cook thing lasted like six weeks. Yeah, and they're like, okay, we're they lost we're like gonna... one game, like dial it back. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that. <laughs> no, thank you. So, I, I I'm looking forward to Hackett. Just kind of, I think he's smart enough, even as a first time head coach, to go. I'm just gonna let this guy do his thing. Yeah, I think it's about adjusting. I think like if I had to say what I think the difference will be, it's that. They tried to let Russ do the things he wanted to do. And it when it didn't work out, it wasn't instead of Pete Carroll being like, Well, how do we adjust and tool to keep doing this and maybe fix these couple things? It's like, well, we just need to do it my way instead. Yeah. Right? Like that's that old guy sort of mentality. Well, we're just it's the it's the ego of a guy yeah. who was on his like third go around in the NFL. So he coached at New York and at New England. Neither of them like that good, not bad either, but he's coming off of like a tenure at USC where he was like, they were the, the best team yeah. of the 2000s for a while there. He had a little bit of an ego and <laughs> I think he still does. And I think he's like too proud to admit that he fucked up putting together a quarterback room with Geno Smith and Drew Locke. <laughs> I, I, I think yeah. when he had Russell Wilson on his roster. Yeah, that... I love I, I unless Russell Wilson really does suck this year, it's going to be so fun. There's a one percent chance. Like any guy could be bad. Yeah, a lot of things could go wrong. Uh, but we're not going to predict that here. But people talk about him like he was bad last year, and he was. It is insane. They like, talk about him like he's washed, and that's just like just and it felt very like, far from the truth. Yeah, it felt like at first that was just Seahawks fans 
and now it feels like it's a little bit more than it's like it's like a virus that they've spread the seahawks fans started it it's like a rumor yeah because it's not true they know they watched last year but they're they are used to good quarterback play too at the same time yeah so they they're like you know they're they're hurt they're jilted jilted lovers and they started this rumor about their ex and it's spread Mm. and now people are starting to buy into it and now we need to get Russell on the field again. Yeah. There's no like preseason games. He's not going to have like a Josh Allen moment in the preseason where he scrambles around, throws a dart to Gabe Davis for a touchdown. He's just not playing. Here's here, check this out. Yeah, Russell Wilson. This. Check this out. Russell Wilson better than Philip Rivers. Yes. Yet Philip Rivers never seemed to get criticized for anything he ever did wrong. <laughs> I think it was just us. Yeah. I think it's it was like, just us. Oh, all Philip Rivers, just a great quarterback. Yeah. But the Chargers, right? Yeah. Like, that, yeah. No, that's exactly right. Certain guys get passes and certain guys don't. And I'm going to say Russell Wilson doesn't get a pass because he's short. He's short. The one thing, yeah, the one thing about him. <laughs> a short guy's never get a pass. With, when you have Russell Wilson, um, the one thing he gets discriminated for, height. 100%. Yeah. Well, Philip Rivers played in San Diego, and like it's kind of ironic that you have L.A., which is a huge market, and then San Diego, where they just don't care, really. I'm so close. I mean, they cared when they were good, but even then, when they were just like middle of the road for ten years there at the end of Philip Rivers' yeah. career, it's like yeah. Both are both are super cheesy too. Rivers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Corny. I would say Rivers. No, Rivers corny too. He's corny as fuck. He's just super. I was gonna say, is he, is he corny or is he cheesy? Ooh, cheesy. I don't know. I don't know the difference. I'd say Hackett is cheesy. Yeah, maybe a little cheesy. Russell Wilson's corny. Yeah. All right. Semantics. It is. Okay, so there's some good injury news, and that is Jonas Griffith should be ready to go possibly week one. Yeah. So a big question mark, linebacker position. They bring in Joe Schobert. They let Joe Schobert go. Uh, So in and out. Probably has to do with Griffith uh, Griffith being on pace to play. So that's one big worry off the table. Uh, And, you know, that's assuming that uh, Jonas is very good. He's looked decent, but uh, it's just nice. (laughs) We got some depth back there. Michael O.J. Mudia out a little bit longer. So corner is going to be tested early. Uh, And then one question that was kind of answered for us in the Bills game. A lot of... (laughs) Not a good game. No way of getting around it. Uh, the Broncos didn't play their starters, and they got the shit kicked out of them early. And the Bills were just more physical for the entire the entire game, and that's why yes. Hackett got criticized. But the question we got answered, I think Mike Boone, pretty legit number three back. We said, you said, we you wanted to yeah. see how the, the number three running back spot uh how they executed. And I thought he did a pretty good job. He did. Like he didn't get a ton of space either. And he just broke tackles and had a couple, a couple of really nifty runs. And I, I hope he does like it. Like I said before, I think on the last podcast, like we don't want Melvin Jordan or Javante Williams to miss time at all, but I also want to see him get a few more carries. Boone. Yeah. Yeah. I want, you know, I've got a booner. I want to see Boone. Oh, <laughs> uh, we will be repeating that all season long. Yeah, I got a booner. I'm booned up. So 
Those are two question marks that have been erased. <laughs> They've been turned into exclamation, exclamation points. points. Linebacker getting depth back. Yeah. Running back looks better. Uh, corner depth, still don't know. Um, tight end. Tight end. That was weird that he played the whole game. Albert Al- o. o played the whole game. Strange. Greg Dulcich still dealing with the hamstring issue. Questionable to play this week. They want to get him out there, but I think they're really they're not going to play him, and they're hoping maybe he'll be ready to go by week one. But Dulcich at this point, also what I learned about Hackett, if a guy's got an injury, they are going to err on the side of caution. Yeah. And I think that's just based on all the experience he's had. And one thing I like is he's there. I don't think he's ever going to be the coach that tries to rush a guy back through injury or play through an injury. That's going to get worse by playing. Now, everything's a trade-off that might, that might mean when a guy's probably ready to go, they may hold him out an extra week. So Greg Dulcich, it might be a little bit before we actually get to see what he can do in the Broncos offense which means it's going to be Albert O, and I'm fine seeing a lot of Albert O and uh, Salbert. Yeah, um, you know, and Salbert caught that touchdown pass late after they they like had Albert O in the game deep into the fourth quarter, uh, and then they tossed the the touchdown to Salbert. It's like, oh fuck! It is it is like kind of funny that Nate Hackett's like, I'm not playing my starters except for like a select few, and I'm going to play them the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, maybe they just thought Albert needed that work, or maybe I guess they he didn't. Did. I guess he does. I mean, like he needs a little bit of help blocking. Maybe the Dolphins should do that with Gasicki instead of trading him. Just teach him how to block. Just an idea. I don't know. Free idea. Blocking is hard, Will. I know. I remember. That's <laughs> not very good at it. Blocking sucks. Yeah, it's probably the lamest thing you can do in football. Yeah, but you need to do it. You need to have guys that'll do it. I would not bet on. Kaseki blocking. But if you do want to do some betting, let's do it at old draft Kings. College football is back soon to be followed by the NFL, but college football, it's time to enjoy the tradition, the fun and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook to celebrate the best time of year. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets instantly win or lose. You can also place the same game parlay for a shot at an even bigger payout. Just combine multiple bets into one, like which team will get the win, which team will score first, and more. DraftKings, safe, secure, reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your money whenever you want, even when you're sitting super close to your best friends. Deposit it right now. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code DNVR, DNVR, bet five. Just $5 on any college football team and get $200 of free bets instantly. Code DNVR, only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Got to be 21 or older, Colorado only. One per new customer, minimum $5 deposit and wager. 200 issued as eight $25 free bets. Restrictions apply. See terms at DraftKings, DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Did it. Wow. Nice. Okay. Hack it on the hot seat. Um, We agreed he certainly is, and guys should be beating the shit out of each other because that's how you get football tough. Yeah, callous. Injuries are getting better. Vikings game. We know starters aren't playing again. 
Don't get to see Cortland Sutton. It's going to be Rippin versus Kellen G- Mond. Ooh, Mike Zimmer's just going to fucking die. Yeah. Um. So here's because the other thing pe- people are trying to talk about is the quarterback battle for backup QB, Josh Johnson or Brett Rippin. And I've thought a lot about this uh, in terms of who I want to be the backup quarterback. And I've decided firmly on, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I like both guys. Yeah. I like both of their stories. I'm rooting for both of them. Uh, I think you could win a couple of football games in a pinch with either player, maybe lean towards Josh Johnson, veteran experience, but I don't care. What do you think? Will? yeah, I mean, I think Brett Rippon's undefeated in the NFL. Ooh, beat the Jets. He beat. He took on Adam Gaze, mighty Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold, one v one, greatest rushing quarterback we've ever seen. Yeah, in that game for sure. And the Jets were like trying to injure Rippin at the end of that game. Do you remember that? Oh Thursday yeah, they're taking all those so shots. Weird. That should have been like a huge story. Yeah, but it wasn't because it was Brett Rippin. Yeah, because it, it was Brett Rippin on Thursday. Oh, if we end the guy who's probably going to have the hardest path to yeah. stay in the NFL's career, who cares? And they're they're running the uh, wildcat with Jeff Driscoll during that game. Damn, that was that was a dark season. Yeah, especially dark. <laughs> Driscoll. We had Blake Bortles, Drew Locke, Brett Rippin, Kendall Hinton. Kendall Hinton. Yeah, that was a bizarre year. Yeah, let us never speak of it again. No, uh, I'm not going to think about the backup quarterback for the rest of the season after this week. Russell Wilson is going to be healthy. And the Broncos are gonna go deep in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, if you want, okay. So I, I get what I, it seems like. People are rooting for Rippin to get the job. At least most of the people that I've seen, mm. because like he's been our guy, for, right? Since 2019. Yeah. Yeah. So this is his fourth year with the team. So I get that. Like you put in that much of an investment into a guy, he should be your backup quarterback. Like at this point, he should be. Right. But Josh Johnson's also <clears throat> the. It's not the most experienced in terms of playing time, but he is the ultimate journeyman veteran. It feels like that, like not game experience, but just like football and life experience is like a good thing to have in a QB room. Yeah. I think there's not a lot that's going to shake him. No. That guy's played for the Sacramento Mountain Lions. Yeah. Like he's hit the lowest of lows in his career and bounced back and and won a game. In the NFL, it's like I play. I I played in the Alliance of American Football, the AAF. It, was, it wasn't even a league; it was an alliance. An alliance. It didn't last a full season. The no. XFL didn't last a full season. Nothing's gonna surprise me. Josh <laughs> Johnson was he the Wildcats QB in the XFL? I think he might have been Wildcats or where? Maybe that was PJ Walker. I can't even remember. No, he was Houston. Oh, he's no, he's Miami. Right? PJ Walker was oh. Houston. The Roughnecks? Houston Roughnecks. Yeah. I want the XFL back. It is. It will be. I know. I know. All right. And then next week, well, after this preseason game, we've got the uh, 53 man roster. Yeah, we're going to see some surprise cuts, I think. Yeah, let's go through and see if we can pick out any of the surprise cuts. Let's see if we can get to 53. I like how our lads is always the go-to for the depth chart for some reason. It's like all they do. Yeah. I, they're better. 
they're it's strange they're always like up to date i don't know how our lads depth charts are better than espn's but they are like espn will slack on getting you updates we pick up uh running back devin uh, divine divine ozigbo i just remember ozigbo from he was with the jags and he looked good it was also when james robinson looked good and then James Robinson turned out to be really good, and I never heard of uh, Ozigbo again. But he's on the roster because they cut Stevie Scott. Stevie Scott. I thought I was going to say Stevie Smith. <laughs> Stevie Scott. So, it, running back probably just keep three, right? Williams, yeah, Gordon, Boone, because they'll have fullback Andrew Beck. Although Jano's a free agent right now because the Texans yeah. cut Jano. He might just want to just sit it out and collect those paychecks. From the Texans. Yeah. It's getting paid. Honestly, um, if I had to kidnap Andrew Beck and keep him tied up in my basement for the full season. Yeah. So Jano could come back to the Broncos, I would do it. I think that is a I think it's a good idea. Although I will say Tim Jenkins had a great breakdown Ooh. of a play that they ran against the Bills with Josh Johnson, and it was uh, it, it didn't work out, but the concept was great because they ran a wheel route with Beck out of the backfield, and he was wide open. He was, like, wide open going down the field, and Tim made a good point. Like, Russell Wilson's going to hit that throw. Josh Johnson's not going to hit that throw, but Russell Wilson's going to plant his foot, and he's going to hit Andrew Beck 35 yards down the field Ooh. for a touchdown. Do we know Andrew Beck? I don't think has... Janovich is doing that. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him, but I think Beck is a little bit better as a receiver. Okay. A deep threat. Okay. So you want a fullback who's going to be a deep threat first and foremost. The way to succeed with Russell Wilson have a deep threat fullback. <laughs> yeah. He he never got that in Seattle. Oh, deep. Well, he had Michael Robinson. He was like kind of a he's a good receiver. Yeah. And they used him a little bit. If uh we just call it deep threat fullback. Yeah, like that's a T-shirt. I feel like Barstool Sports would sell like a hundred thousand of deep threat fullback shirts. They have so many T-shirts. They're way too many. Yeah, maybe that's why they're losing money. I don't know. It's Are they losing t-shirts. money? They were for a while. They had to lay a bunch of people off. Barstool. Whoa. They're a little bloated. That's why I keep it lean. <laughs> oh yeah. Will. <laughs> yeah, that's right, baby. If I lay anybody off, it's half my company. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be a hard one to explain to the investors. Yeah, if I can't pay Will, uh, I'm fucked too. <laughs> okay, deep threat fullback coined here, Andrew yeah. Beck. All right, uh, we're not gonna go through the offensive line because who cares? We know all. They, already, they cut uh, the guy who got hurt on Saturday. Oh yeah, I can't even remember his name already. <laughs> I'm really sorry to that guy. Sorry to that sir. Uh, okay. Casey, Casey Tucker. There you go. Casey Tucker. Okay. Receiver. Yeah. Um, we know Sutton, Judy, KJ Hamler, once he's healthy. Lock. Uh, Montreal, Washington, definitely going to be the returner. And they got him a little bit more involved in the past game. Kendall Hinton's look good. I feel like those five guys are a lock. And then I think it comes down to. Johnson v. Seth Williams. Johnson, Seth Williams, and... Hung, Hung Johnson. 
didn't they release Tyree Cleveland or is he still on the roster? He might be hurt. So is he I, hurt? I playing. Oh, that's right. So, because he's he still can, there he too. Can go on IR or something, maybe. Yeah, I wonder if he's. Uh, four to six weeks. Due to throat. Due to... Throat injury. Throat. What Damn. Was he, what was he doing? Oh. Maybe he's got mono. Did, like Sam did Brandon Hung Johnson do that to him? Uh, the guy <laughs> hung like that. Can have a third injury. I didn't know Brandon Johnson was so hung until Young. Tyree Cleveland got that throat hung. injury. Yeah. Oh, I don't have. Do I have hung in here yet? No. Damn it! I got to get that clip for yeah. us for the podcast. Hung. Yeah. He's hung. <laughs> um. What do they usually keep? Seven receivers or six? Six. Six. Yeah. Fuck. So Washington is going to make it as a returner. I think Brandon Johnson makes it because I don't think they'll be able to stash him on the practice squad. Seth Williams, Jalen Virgil, I think he could. Okay, that Dar- makes sense. Darius Shepard, he wears number thirty-eight. That's kind of the sign that you're going to get cut. Yeah. Sadly. It's like that's a fullback number. That's a fullback number. A running back. And we number. already have a deep threat at fullback. So, yeah, we think we'll say consensus. Brandon Johnson gets the sixth spot. Yeah. Uh, if they keep seven, Tyree Cleveland, Seth Williams. Like, we haven't seen – I don't know what their evaluation of Tyree Cleveland is because – Yeah, it's not their guy. He's not their guy. I mean, Seth Williams wasn't, but he's at least been playing. Yeah, he kind of touched him, at least. I feel like Tyree's – well, I don't know if he can – I don't know if you can cut him because he's got the injury. Maybe you can put him on the pup so he doesn't yeah. count. And they make this decision, what, like week four? I hope that happens. Yeah. I, I like Tyree Cleveland. Yeah, I'd st- I'd try to pup him. I'd pup him. I think the difference for me is, like, I don't think Cleveland does anything super distinctive as a wide receiver, whereas Seth, Seth Williams seems like he could be a red zone target. Yeah. At least he showed that against Dallas. That's fair. The offensive line, I said we weren't going to talk about it, but they've kind of they've played Graham Glasgow all over the place. They've had him at guard. They've had him at center. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's just get him reps because he's going to be the swing guard center guy. <laughs> uh, but I don't know if you need depth at center because they have Luke Wattenberg. Cush supposedly has the job. But there could be some interesting sort of like – arrangements on the line they've got, they've got some good utility they've got yeah util util utility options yeah uh tight end is a little more i wouldn't say it's scarce it's just high or low ceiling no low floor high ceiling there you go there we go <laughs> Look at this. they got saubert all the way up tight end four yeah, right now bullshit. he's probably three he's probably he might be one <laughs> I mean, Ta- Eric Tomlinson's your blocking sort of yeah. tight end slash like, extra tackle. It's like we're running the ball at the goal line. Get in there. Yeah, I think Eric Tomlinson, like his season's going to depend on how well right tackle shakes out. It feels like they keep him until they figure out who for sure is their right tackle because I feel like that area might need some help throughout the season. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I think they – so they, oh yeah, he's a free agent. I thought they traded for him for a second, but no, he, he was like a, a real free agent. Yeah, he wasn't just like a waiver wire pickup. I think they like, I think he's set. Got he's a role in the offense. A blocking dude. It's not a big role, but you don't need a big role. You just need one thing to do, 
and do it well. Is he hurt though? Who's hurt? No, he's playing. But Dulcich is hurt. No, I know that. I didn't confuse Tomlinson and Dulcich. With white guys. Damn it. Dylan Parham. I mean, I'm looking. I'm efforting. Oh, Tom Compton. Yeah. Tomlinson, Compton. Straight out of Tom Compton. <laughs> we, we are straight out of Tom Compton right now. Yes. We need more Compton. Uh, Man, I think defense, your biggest evaluations are those corners. Yeah, I think I think without the uh, O.J. Mudia injury, Hicks was not playing well. No. I think he could get cut, um, even though he's a seventh-round pick. Because they cut well, they already cut Jamar Johnson, which was kind of surprising, but right, that's the that's the whole PJ Lock effect because he's been playing really really well. Um, I mean, bless Austin has a little bit of experience, more than some of these other guys. Uh, Damari Mathis, obviously, he's going to make the team. Yeah, Jaquan McMillan was like kind of their like this is the the UDFA to watch this year. Okay, that's the guy. That's I haven't the, seen a ton of them, but also, I don't think I've watched the fourth quarter of either of the preseason. No, games. the preseason seems like it's just been harder to watch. Yes, for some reason, um, it's harder for me because I'm live streaming, so it's yeah, I miss go in and out. I miss a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know what they do. I feel. I mean. It's so funny, like usually in preseason, you do get a, a bit of a feel for your starters, but yeah. on defense, not at all. No, it just feels like such a jumble behind no Chubb, three guys. No Gregory. Uh, did Josie Jewell play a little that first game or not at all? I don't think he played. Yeah, I don't think he played. Pat Sertan, no Kareem Jackson, no Justin Simmons last week. Haven't seen any of Kwan Williams or Darby. Did Darby play a little? week one no did. yeah it's like that's fine i'm like just you know re-looking at the defense you're like fuck i think we're all right yeah, like, yeah <laughs> i feel right. pretty fine. good about it uh malik reed hurt his eye but he should be okay got a throat injury and an eye injury yeah. what's going on that's hackett man that's why he's on the hot seat yeah i mean fangio players return their acls left and right but Hack it, just weird injuries. Yeah. Throat, eye. We need a, a nose injury yeah. and an ear injury. Yeah. We need a full-time ENT for the Someone's going to be out with, like, cauliflower ear, which I don't think is an injury. But I think if it Maybe? gets, like, infected or it can be. Yeah. I saw somebody getting it drained recently. Like, no. oh, I didn't know you drained that. It's I think you drain it to not get cauliflower ear, but huh. whatever. Yeah. All right, well, we got to get out of here because we got to prepare for a Dungeon and Dragons clickbait stream. Woohoo. Okay, Two well. hours of commercial free Dungeons and Dragons. Mmm. Johnny John <laughs> Plays his entire career without an ACL. You said it. College football is back, and it's time to enjoy the tradition, the fun, and the great offers from. DraftKings Sportsbook. To celebrate the best time of the year, new customers can bet just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. 
You can place the same game parlay for a shot at an even bigger payout. Just combine multiple bets into one, like which team will get the win, which team will score first, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR. DNVR. Bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly with code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, one per new customer, minimum $5 deposit and wager, $200 issued as eight 25 free bets. Restrictions apply. See terms uh, at DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.